today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. As you uh, have no doubt ha- uh, have no doubt heard, uh, yesterday at around four o'clock, uh, Angelo Musitano was gunned down in his uh, driveway uh, while in his uh, pickup truck. Uh, in Waterdown, uh, certainly uh, a busy part of the day in the sense that uh, kids uh, coming home from school, that sort of thing. Uh, of course, uh, Angela Musitano, a member of uh, Hamilton's notorious Musitano crime family, uh, spent 10 years uh, in prison uh, along uh, with his brother for uh, the death of Pops Papalia back in 1997. Let's bring in Ross McLean, of course, uh, security specialist, uh, Ro- uh, RossMcLeanSecurity.com, Crime Power and Politics. Uh, Ross, what are your thoughts on this? Well, it's... Uh... <laughs> It, it certainly brought it to the to the forefront for everybody to think about and take a look at what's going on. So much of the, you know, the mob uh, the mob activity goes on below the radar. It doesn't get a lot of press. It doesn't get written about a lot because it's very difficult to track it. Uh, it's certainly woken everybody up. And the, you know, the big question for me is: Is this just a uh, a personal payback on the anniversary of the death of Pops, or is this actually a signal that uh, this was strictly business? And it's, there's some other stuff going on. How much attention does this dry, uh, draw to this community, and how do they cope with that? Well, you know, it, it's interesting. Uh, the mobsters, you look at the mobsters' house when you do find out about them, like this house here, it's rather unassuming. And we just had a mobster uh, killed in Toronto not too long ago, to, you know, gunned down in his driveway, same sort of thing. His house wasn't very, uh, very assuming sort of thing or whatever. We had another old-timer that was gunned down, uh, in Toronto, uh, another mobster that was gunned down. It's almost like there's no retirement uh, plan for these guys when they're getting in their old age. Some of them are getting gunned down, but you know we're onto the next generation now. That's the question. Uh, security cameras all around this house. You talked about the house. What do you think the chances are of finding out who did this? Well, it's there's no doubt it was obviously a planned hit. They would have done a surveillance on the home. They would have been aware of the cameras. You know, typically they could also bring someone else in from somewhere else to do the hit, then leave and be out of the country and gone before time takes place on it. So the cameras may be of uh, little assistance. You know, what's actually interesting is, is, you know, mobsters should be a little bit more careful around their driveways and when they get home, because that's where the majority of these hits take place. They're either at their place of work or at their homes. And here he was just stepping out of his truck, apparently, when he had uh, about eight shots put into him. So uh, that so so security cameras really are irrelevant in, at, at some on something like this, are they, or, or are they not? I mean, because well, no. we we hear so much how they're used to help and solve other crimes in in a scenario like this where it's planned and it's a it's a professional hit. Are, are they of use? They're of use. They'll still be of use. They'll be able to see you know the person right-handed, left-handed. How tall were they? How much did they weigh? Uh, potentially uh, skin color, uh, things like that. So it'll certainly help to identify some of the information you know sometimes the way the cameras can work uh if this person was let's say doing a surveillance of the house during the week before and he was a little bit lazy and some other camera up the street that the police may go to happen to see another vehicle come by when he maybe wasn't covering his face or his identity so much you know that sort of thing can help so uh no if you're a detective uh, you obviously want cctv rather than not have it if you had your choice uh other dominoes to fall here well, that's what we'll find out, what the, uh, what the cause of this, or the, the motivation behind this was. I mean, today in Toronto, we're just finishing up uh, a trial for four guys on trial for shooting down another uh, mafia-affiliated guy, and that, that was over a shipment of cocaine that they wanted to steal. 
that apparently they knew that he was bringing in. So was this over business? Uh, what was the purpose of this? We're going to we'll have to wait to find out. I'm sure the police are have some ideas on the intelligence side, but they probably won't be sharing that with us. I remember a few years ago uh, having this conversation with experts, and they said, well, yeah, the mob had kind of died down. There, there didn't seem, it seemed to be quite fragmented. Is there a resurgence here? Well, you know, it's just like the movie, uh, you know, the, the Godfather movies. Uh, the mob, organized crime, bikers, they have always found a way to move upstream. You know, in the case of the bikers, the ones you see running around wearing, you know, the flashes and the colors and the noisy bikes, uh, they're more the mascots for them. They have guys who work on Bay Street lawyers and everybody else who invest their money and do things for them who are tied to them that you would never put together as to being with uh, with the mob and with the bikers and stuff like that. So the same thing takes place within uh, within organized crime. They move upscale. They buy into businesses areas they blow things up they still do their extortions they manipulate markets uh and those sort of things want to hear more download the podcast on itunes or google play and listen to the scott thompson show weekdays from noon to three on am 900 chml